Delvers are a tricky sort. Complex in their reasons for descending, and even more complex in their reasons for staying descended. There are horrors abound in the heart, but there are also treasures innumerable. Your head is cracked open wide enough to fit what the heart will stuff in it. There is a career to be made, sifting through the rubble of a thousand, thousand worlds. Our delvers so far have been largely those seeking a better life, for roughly noble purposes. Largely. The delvers we join today are no such sorts. Mr. Coffin and Mr. Nail are in the depths, and they're only going deeper. Picked up by a madman academic and his suicide mission-bent submarine, these two are being shot headlong into the Icker to discover the greatest secret of all. Resting place of Lemya herself. They're going to be looking for all the ways they can fill their pockets with a goddess in tow. This week, on Hallowed Shores. Deep in the bowels of the drowned heart, there sits a place, a plaza of silicate flowers, a knollish place transported down down deep. Once it was dedicated to the research of in the magic created from that mysterious world. Now, dedicated to the study of the heart, the surrounding world, all the madness that lies within it. In the plaza, there's a man Proctor Hanglight, man who has exceedingly little reputation among the knolls of the plaza as anything but a crackpot, man with wild ideas, extreme theories, and exceedingly little evidence to back up any of it. Yet he claims he has found the impossible, that which everyone within the heart is looking for. Corpse of Lemie, the source of the ichor and the source of an incredible amount of suffering. Yet no one believes him. That has not stopped the Proctor. He has a submersible, a small crew, and now two new hired hands to assist him in delving into the depths of the Icar to see if his theory is correct. The corpse of Limia is within his grasp. There's two delvers assisting him. Mr. Coffin. Nail. Gentlemen, could you introduce us to our companions? <clears throat> Mr. Coffin is a... Uh, is a... He looks as though he's been recently drowned. Uh, and then drug through a hedge backwards. He is a bedraggled-looking 
um, wretch of a human being. He is uh, he he is wearing a suit made out of three other people's suits um, with uh, various patches on them and an ill-fitting hat. And against all safety recommendations, he is smoking inside a submarine. He is he is staring out of a window, looking somewhere between terrified and excited at the prospect of finding Linier's tomb. He has a he has he has a gra- he has a grave shovel over one shoulder again, which he keeps banging off the inside of this thrice accursed submersible. Um, uh, and yes, and the camera pans back to see his uh, his his bosom buddy, his oldest friend, who who is Mister Nail. A rectangle of a man in a stolen coat with an overly shiny hound badge that he seems weirdly proud of. And he's sort of sat on a slightly bent bench, sharpening another shovel, just grinding a whetstone at it. And you can you can kind of see Mr. Coffin's teeth on edge with every scrape. <laughs> um, he looks like the sort of person who did the dragging of of Mr. Coffin through the hedge. Mm. He is scarred and branded around his neck with all sorts of strange symbols. But he is staring resolutely and almost lovingly at this shovel. <laughs> the proctor looks you over. Uh, gentlemen, how are you enjoying uh, accommodations? Gestures to... Uh, Probably the shittiest coffee pot you've ever seen in your life. Not much else here in the uh, passenger cabin. Are, are there like other seats or beds or things, or is there just this sort of wonky bench which Mister Mister Nail has taken up the entirety of? Oh, it wasn't wonky when he sat down on it. <laughs> There's definitely a few stools and that like. It's it's a little rough and ready, but I. Uh... Appreciate your consideration. I'm eager to get out into the um, field. See, field. That's relative. Leave, <laughs> if my calculations are correct. We are drawing near to destination of this particular journey. Mm. Uh, Mr. So, Nail, Mr. Nail stands up um, and immediately smacks his head on the ceiling, <laughs> and. Looks over at the coffee that he didn't realize was there. Like, oh, you got the good stuff, hey? <laughs> and like, it's it's just a like a half broken cafetiere. <laughs> like, it doesn't really work. Um, and he pours himself a, a mug of absolute muck and starts I'd, drinking it. I I would like to chip in a little detail. Is it all right if if if, if I go through my pack and, and find you the tin cup to drink out of? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Cool. Just and just just sort of hand it to you. Off. <laughs> off, off Offhand, while still looking out the window, it's 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 a tin mug that's got my teeth marks in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how you know it's yours. Yeah, that's how I. That, that, that's how I know how everything's mine. I put my dental records on it. We uh, we see um, uh, in the reflection as uh, Mister Nail pours himself a uh, a, ch- a chewy mug of this of this stuff which can only charitably be called coffee in the curved reflection of the porthole as mr coffin looks out you can see a um someone who is somehow even thinner and even more wretched looking and older and female 
a, um, a, a, a reflection of his mother appears in the glass and he tries not to meet her eye. <laughs> but no one else can see her, so that's fine. Mm, yeah, yes. Only the finest for my uh, collaborators. Hmm? Yes. Uh, uh, the coffee. The coffee. Yes. I'm, I'm, uh, I disagree with my, uh, with my guts, I'm afraid. I can't touch the stuff. We're not all of the same constitution, I suppose. Some are hardier than others. Looks at Nails uh, admiringly. Oh, Mr. Nail is chewing thoughtfully. <laughs> it's, got, it's, got, it's got the consistency of chewing tobacco with this coffee. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there, there's leaves in it. Mm, somehow. Mm. Coffee leaves. Mm. Yes, I, I like my coffee with pulp. <laughs> <laughs> Gets the real essence of it through. Uh, well, uh, coffee notwithstanding, I do hope you find this uh, experience worthwhile, if reports are correct. There's going to be a veritable bounty around Lemia's corpse and where she's held. Yes, I, I, I'm not, not so concerned with these earthly possessions. I'm some earthly. Well, uh, so, I'm, not, I'm just fascinated to see, you know, the goddess. Caress's corpse. What treasures there must... What, what treasures she must hold within her as well. M- Mr. Nail has on his back an empty backpack. Like, he is definitely ready for the treasures <laughs> rather than the uh, any sort of knowledge. You definitely run the accounts. Oh, yeah. I can't count, but I no. do run the accounts. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Ah, I see. This is what brings you to my operation... <laughs> Good to learn. Uh, you were rather um, opaque at the plaza. It wasn't the refreshments. I put I put my arm around him and, and draw him closer to the window to the porthole, with which like like I'm we're both sort of squeezing uncomfortably close into there, or I'm squeezing us both in. So what's the plan, Doctor? Is it Doctor? I wasn't listening. Uh, no. I'm afraid I'm only oh, okay. a Doctor. But I do like the Doctor affectation. As Fair enough. We're in international waters. No rules down here, Doctor. So, what's the plan? Ah, well. Simply, we have no idea exactly what Limia's tomb will appear. And you lot will serve as the vanguard. Cut your way in. Presumably there will be some kind of defense to where they're keeping her. Uh, we will be providing some sort of support behind you once you've discovered mm. exactly what that evil is. Underneath this chamber, you will find diving suits and uh, further equipment. You will... Are you familiar with diving? No, I've, I've dabbled. Ah, excellent. There's a, there's, a, we, there's, there, there's a sudden flashback to the last time that I tried to put a diving suit, and like it's somehow full of water. <laughs> and I'm not underwater yet. And, and Mr. Nail is trying to trying to drain the water out. <laughs> and also, like, push you further into the diving suit. <laughs> like, trying to push it... more of the water out? <laughs> yeah. <Or what>? <laughs> <laughs> it's displacement. He's, he's, not, he's fairly smart. You know? <laughs> but as it, as it comes out of this flashback, Mr. Nail has managed to squeeze himself in behind these two. <laughs> and they just sort of both look up and be like, what? I felt left out. <laughs> 
Oh, by the way, um, I'm I'm a drow. I figure. Um, Chris, what what ancestry are you? Oh, um, Mr. Nell is human. Absolutely, very good. Uh, if the experience is present, I'm going to presume the rest of the details won't exactly be too difficult. Assuming here to there, shouldn't shouldn't be a problem. Listen, Proctor, you won't fuck us, will you, on this one? And like and like no. and like we are. We are like he is centimeters away from my face and actively touching Mr. Nail's face. Ah, uh, I certainly have no intentions to do as such. <laughs> Good. Yeah, be for the best. We know our way around graves. Be a shame if you were to visit yours too early. You get what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm glad we. He's can saying he will kill you. Thank you, Mr. Nail. Ah, uh, welcome, Mr. Coffin. Lovely note. Um, Just so we're all on the level, you understand? Nothing, nothing malicious. I say, drawing a giant knife. Nothing. Boys, your men of business. Oh, terrible business, uh, grisly business. But yes, we're men of business. I'm sure we'll get along just fine. Uh-huh. Well. Uh... On that note, shall we review the terms of the contract we've struck? Sure. Ah, well, the corpse of Lemieux itself is mine. Anything you find, any accoutrement found on her body or within her tomb, is yours. Accoutrement, you hear that, Mr. Nail? I do, but I don't know what it means. You got a special backpack for French things? Ah, it's for fancy stuff. Lovely. Yeah. Yugors, tchotchkes, trinkets and the like. I do like a bit of bric-a-brac. All of what has been stated there is your... Not a problem. You can trust us. And they, and, they, and like we look at each other, again, across this guy's face, and you cannot trust us. <laughs> we are not to be they, trusted. They are not good at hiding winks. <laughs> like you can hear us wink against the glass. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to, to business then, Professor. Well, I'm certainly enjoying my accruement of titles today. Ah, uh, well, leave with drawing close. <laughs> it's about time you descend below and uh, begin your uh, preparations. I'm presuming you will go below. There's a hatch, you will exit into a cage. That cage will be opened by the pilot of our submersible, and once it is opened, that will be your cue to descend. The uh, tomb should be within view at that point. Once you are finished with this operation, it produces this oily flare gun, you will shoot this, signaling that we shall come and snag you. He puts it between you, not sure who needs it. (laughs) Trusting neither. Nail, n- nail, nail takes it with equally greasy fingers, partly coffee stained now, and just sort of jams it the wrong way up in his coat. Like the barrel is pointing at his head. That contains a chemical flare that should still operate within the oh, picker. Take care. You have one shot. You don't want us to have no ability to find well, it. Well, we, we, we must make our preparations. We have various... Um, <clears throat> our, um, I'll, I'll, uh, Mr. Coffin starts sort of like uh, 
fixing his suit and gathering himself and like rolling up his sleeves. And he's got he's he's got like a Johnny Depp level of wristbands on, like 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 a stupid amount of 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 um of charm bracelets and bangles and stuff. Many of them stolen from corpses, um, but most of them looking occult. He's like, I have uh, some some rituals and some rites to prepare on, which me and my partner must do in private. I'm sure you understand, and then we shall uh, descend into the depths. Well, down we descend, then. I should be able to communicate with you while you're below through the submersible's loudspeaker for a moment, and you should be able to speak between yourselves due to the equipment within the suit. I hope you find it useful. Wouldn't dream of doing anything else. Mr. Dow just grunts and goes over to like the, the hatch to the diving bell thing and just opens the door for Mr. Mr. Coffin. He's, he's, he does, does a sort of uh, scurry through. Um, now, now, I say, as the, as the door <laughs> shuts behind us. How are we going to fuck this guy? <laughs> he wants a body, right? I don't want to give him the corpse of the goddess. That's why I'm going down there. Has he seen the body? I mean, I mean, I gotta imagine it's pretty big. We could probably split it. I mean, that's you, true. What do you, you want a leg? Have, you can have whatever you find on your way down. I can have whatever I find wherever I go anywhere. <laughs> that's why we bought the bag. Cheeky prick. Oh, God's alive. Just, oh, ha- uh, hang, hang on a sec. And um, I, I chant something. Like I, I do, I, I do some sort of like occulting, occult yelling off camera to make it seem like we're doing a ritual. <laughs> do you so, think he bought that one? Well, I don't know. These professor types, you just got to flatter their, flatter their, uh, their sensibilities and keep keep amping them up, and they'll, they'll be eating out of your hand. It's all all up here, Mister Nail. He says, tapping his tapping his forehead. Nail uh, gets the one of the diving suits, the smaller of the two, and and holds it like a butler holds a jacket. Mm. And like and like, Mister um, Mister Coffin's monologue of how he's going to screw this simpleton over uh, continues as he sort of like slides and wriggles into it and starts like and and and, and is buckled up into this. I'm imagining gets slightly like... muffled by when the helmet goes on. <laughs> like you can still hear him. <laughs> I'm imagining um, what, what sort of seats do we have? Very much imagining that you know, kind of 19th century old school brass and. Oiled cloth and, and all that sort of glass mm-hmm. porthole kind of things. Oh, I'm I'm feeling very Bioshock Big Daddy right now. Big yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, gotcha. But maybe like a few, a few like Vermissian parts in them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, stolen pieces of window and metal strapped to it. It's, it's a little armored. Not quite Vermissian plate, but you're definitely equipped to. Uh, Immediately destroyed. Still be able to swim, luckily, due to the internal buoyancy and all that like, but um, equipped for the journey. Now just grabs the helmet that's been screwed onto Coffin's suit and spits on the visor and, like, rubs a thumb over it to try and clear it so he can see. Like, he's trying to help, but he's not nice. He's doing his best. Yeah. He's doing quite well, Uh, I think. And then very, very clumsily gets into his own suit. With the only thing on the outside being the shovel that he keeps in one hand. He figures he's got to dig. <laughs> uh, we also have a piece of equipment in here to, to split amongst you. Um, besides the flare gun, of course, but I don't think we need to. Oh. It's a harpoon gun. A D8 range weapon. All the obvious trappings of a of a harpoon gun. Um. <laughs> Useful. 
That's that's for Mr. Nail, I believe. Yep, shovel in one hand, harpoon gun in the other. Load the shovel into the harpoon, ultimate weapon. <laughs> Dig at range. <laughs> and I need to get out of bed! <laughs> this is bloody brilliant! Any more rituals to uh, to attend to before we, we descend into the depths? Uh, spirit of sanctity, dominate, yeah, whatever. All right, yeah, all right, let's do this. Um, and um, I, there's a little wee, 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 as I uh, open the hatch, fish the cigarette out of my mouth and throw it in the corner, and then seal back up the hatch. Um, <laughs> like a wave of smoke comes out. Uh, uh, God, I'm gonna miss that. Um, and then, uh, and then descend down the hatch into the uh, into the diving cage. Yeah, um, there's a little bit of a decompression chamber, some Victorian Soma action. Mm. Sinned into the cave. Founded by the Icker. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I was just about to ask a question about, about the Icker. Can we see through it? Is it is it translucent? Is it opaque? How does it work? Yeah, yeah. The, the Icker is translucent. When you're above it, it glows softly, so it can be difficult to look super deep within, but once you're in it, that soft illumination actually makes it fairly easy to see almost easier than a murky water just that crystal clear look is almost everywhere when you're deep in the ichor but of course being in the ichor is beneath you however or detritus and warped chitinous creatures seems like in the distance there is something a, a vague shape and a pressure of current presses you suits you within have what sounds like something like galvanics or something like that they're, they're powered to some degree pressurized air is being pumped in you know that from the previous talk with proctor Hanglight, there is some form of communication between i hate this shite where are you supposed to hide the bodies in all this wet muck you just let them float downstream, can you? There's something honest about dirt. I know what you mean, Mr. Mr. Nail. It's far too wet down here. Uh, let's, just, let's just get this done, get somewhere dry. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I'll start banging on things until the door opens. <laughs> yeah, eventually, the cage swings open, just like you were promised it would. You were released into the Icar proper. Now beginning to see that shape in the distance you're looking for. It almost appears to be, as it comes into view, a cracked porcelain or There's a serpentine thing wrapping around it. There are pipes jutting out from the bottom of this orb and quickly beginning to tell that it seems like they're the ones creating this pressured current. And this serpentine thing is winding in and around these pipes and around the orb, but something is wrong with it. It's scaled somehow, but the scales are shifting and flaking off in the distance. You can't make out the details of it. Oh, seem like any serpent you've ever seen before. What in the actual fuck is that? Not a huge fan of that, Mr. Nail. Like any of that. I don't like any of that. Oh, I like, I like the big orb. I reckon that's the sort of place where you'd hide a goddess's corpse head on, though. 
Yeah, that, I mean that looks smashable. Let's be honest, dude. That's... Yeah, we can get in there. I mean, we, I mean, we, I, I, we could just take parts of it and sell those. That giant fucking koala-looking thing. I'm not, not a fan. Not a fan, Mister Coffin. Mm. Well, Still, they gave us an harpoon, so I guess it's whaling time. Indeed, whale on it. <laughs> we have fun, don't we? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we have fun. Come on then. Uh, oh. Um, and I will um, start start drifting off. Uh, so, 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 like, is it is is it down from us? Can we swim in these things? Do we have like a propulsion system? How are we how are we moving around? Uh, yeah, I think you have fins and and that like, but uh, you also have some pressurized air within you can jet around with, sort of like a spacesuit. But yeah, everything is below you. Palms switch on, and you can hear, gentlemen. This appears to be exactly what I've spent a good portion of my life now hunting for. Grave of Lemieux, and if I'm correct in my studies, the moon beneath, as whispered of by the cults in these parts. Take care in your search, and uh, do be careful of that serpent snake thing, William. See, why, do, why didn't we think it was a moon? Obviously, it's a moon. I mean, is it? This, this, this well, okay, it's a big, um, it's a big sphere, right? And we're all like, oh, it's a pearl, it's a, it's a ball or something. But no, obviously, it's a moon because it's the moon goddess. I can't believe this. I feel embarrassed. This is why we're the cunts who get sent down first. I mean, that's not entirely wrong, sir. <sighs> all right, um, I, I climb on. I, I was about to say, I climb onto your back. I get, I get in behind you, hold on to one of the many handles in the back of your suit, um, and, uh, well, yeah, let's just get to it. drop in like a stone as fast as I can down to yeah, it. Yeah, you drop heavier than you ought to. Yeah. <laughs> there's a sort of, there's a sort of, um, philosophical heaviness to Mr. Nail. Uh, let's mechanise this just to make things a bit interesting. All right. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I think the interest of the serpent is probably the most interesting part. Crossing the gap between you and mm-hmm. this moon beneath thing. Here. So, um, yeah, I, I think sneak or delve makes the most sense. I'm happy, I'm happy to make the roll, Chris. Have you got anything that can help out? Not a damn thing. <clears throat> All right, then. Uh, that is... Um, all right, I will... I will I, I will hide behind you and, and sort of guide you on the way, but I'll be I'll be doing the, the looking, as it were. Yeah, I'm I'm very much just the cover for you. Absolutely. Um so um with my with my with my murdering shovel in my right hand and my left hand gripping uh Mr. Nail, that is a just delve check, I believe. I'm gonna presume this is religion, the domain. Religion or desolate, I think, makes sense just because of the open waters. Oh, hell yeah. I've got desolate. Brilliant. 3d10, baby. Fuck. Ouch. <laughs> oh, ouch. Okay. Well, so be it. Full steam ahead for whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> My knees are wet. Listen, once your chin's wet, stop complaining, alright? Alright. Let's just take a d6 of fortune stress. Let's see if it does d6s. It does. Oh, great. Five. I have five fortune stress. Well, okay, we're safe for now. Uh, let's, let's just 
go ahead and uh, toss a d4 against a pretty short deal. <laughs> That's a very low number. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a small deal, but not not that small. Could you fellas describe the the bungling of this this journey down. So, we are not. This isn't our first diving expedition. We've done this a couple of times before, and this definitely isn't the first grove that we've robbed. But we are not like we are out of our depth. We are, <laughs> we are, um, we are. Um, this is not our our strong suit. We are much better breaking into a temple above dry land. But you know, we're doing what we can, um, and I am I am attempting to sort of juke us around this giant uh, indistinct creature, uh, and. All I'm doing is we are going straight down. Mr. Nail is sinking very effectively and very efficiently. And what I am basically doing is waving my arms around, making us a bigger target. <laughs> and we are going um, down too fast. Yeah, there is, there, there is a stream of bubbles coming from us, which is probably a bad thing. Um, that's, 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 that's probably just Chris's trousers. Sorry, Mr. Nail's trousers filling full of, full of water. Um, as we descend, um, and like the, I like to imagine, like the cam, the camera pans back, and you can just see this, like this, this tiny dot of us coming down in this enormous sphere beneath, um, and we are, we are the only thing to look at up there, aside from the submersible, which I presume has shut off its lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, lights have cut off, and it's hovering above in the darkness. Clearly, yeah, the vanguard. Continue to drift down. It takes a moment, of course. The thing that you're descending towards grows larger and larger as you sink. Now, the serpent thing, uh, fairly indistinct before, just some kind of new... Grow closer, you realize that this is something of a, of a Portuguese man of war. It's an organism made up of many other organisms. What exactly those are, are corpses. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of corpses binding to each other. Arm tucked other, the teeth biting into skull, legs wrapped around each other, all bound in one giant serpent-like shape, thrashing around, the corpses whipping in the water, all of them icker-sodden, a regular sight. And these icker-sodden are clearly guarding, or something like it, the moon beneath. Now, this sodden serpent is being bothered by something. It's like a pot of porpoises, almost. Little lights, though. Lanterns. Porpoise-shaped, but moving in a similar way. Antagonizing this serpent in some bizarre game. Distracting it and moving it and, and doing something to it. To a... Keep it marginally distracted, but the trajectory of this little conflict is slowly moving towards exactly where you two gentlemen are floating. How would you like to handle this? Well, Mr. Hmm. Nail, I just threw up in my suit a little bit. What about you? <laughs> I don't know, I can't see for all these fucking meat flakes in the water. <laughs> like he's constantly like scraping bits of just mortified flesh off of his visor. It's like, I've, I've got a problem with the awful dolphins versus a, a corpse snake. I've not, what is it? We can go with corpse snake. Like corpse that. snake. Corpse smashing. worm has got a nice ring to it. That's got it's more dramatic, isn't it? Better stories after. 
Yeah, after. Let's focus on that. <laughs> Let's really think about the after. Right. Now, traditionally, Mr. Mr. Coffin, I deal with your dry corpses, bones and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, wet ones, is that your purview? I think... I think it's clear this is neither of our purviews, but needs must when the devil drives all bean. I'm going to be honest with you, I am fucking terrified. Yes, me too, sir. Um, I'm not sure that there actually is a leak in my suit, you know. Oh. Well, I, you know, I, I've always valued your honesty, Mr. Nell. <laughs> I, know, I know yours, Mr. Coffin. Uh, perhaps discretion being the better part of valour, we uh, hide like children. I found these. I f- uh, uh, they've. Uh, I, I've been examining my suit on the way down again, doing in doing in such a way like I'm, I'm like a drow made out of elbows. So again, it's very visible. Lots of moving around and like jerking. <laughs> um, but I found the uh, the tube or the or the valve which lets us release pressured air to jet around a little bit rather than just sink directly downwards. And so what I would like to do is try. I'd, I'd rather make. I'd like to make a sneak check, please. To try and um, to try and aim. Basically, I want to try and find the back door of the moon beneath, or something equivalent—a side door, a maintenance hatch, um, the place where the kitchen staff go and take cigarettes, uh, go and take cigarette breaks, that sort of thing. I want to try and sneak around this thing rather than just dropping straight down and uh, do so with little jets of pressurized air. Very good. Can I can uh, can Mr. Nail try and help by getting him a torch by bashing one of these porpoise-looking things over the head with a shovel? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, I will try. Uh, to, let's try and sneak up on one of the porpoise-like motherfuckers, and then we'll we'll do that. Yeah, I just I'm just trying like to get that. you a light because I've not I've not bought a torch, and you know, we've got the flare, which is very light once. Yeah. Yes, but also a ticket home. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So that is uh, that'll be sneak plus desolate. Give me some. Give me some big numbers. Do you get a bonus dice if I help? Uh, only if you've got the. If, only if you've got one of the domains or the um, skills. Well, absolutely not. No mind. No. I, I only hope we can find some exposition before we're killed. <laughs> for, for the sake of your ongoing campaign. No, no. I I think it's great. The idea of finding two floating corpses uh, in diving suits outside of this it really works. Um, let's just toss a, a D8 to f- a fortune. Get out of my... Oh, baby. That's okay, the stuff. Cool. That bumps me up to fortune 11. Um, <laughs> which means things are likely to go wrong. But, I mean, Chris Chris powers up. Yep. Yeah. Chris powers up when he gets fortune fallout. So that's something. Uh, from that, you both get a minor fortune fallout. Fallout. Oh, I got one. I got one. You both die. <laughs> thanks, for, yeah. thanks for playing, boys. <laughs> Very easy. <laughs> so, essentially, you draw the attention of the corpse worm. Um, luckily, it's not terribly interested in you. However, you absolutely achieve snagging the porpoise. Problem is, you've now drawn the eye of not just the corpse worm, <laughs> but all of these porpoises, which previously were fairly neutral. Yeah, what happens, Chris? Uh, well, I've I've now got a shovel, a harpoon, and a porpoise. I can carry one of those things. 
Well, I'm assuming like that the harpoon is kind of like vaguely attached to the suit. Yeah, I'm guessing like a sling or something like that. Yeah. So I've got, I've got, a, I've got a spade and a and a porpoise under an arm. Half a porpoise. Yeah, they're they're porpoise esque. Like they have this sort of circular arrangement of fence around their bodies, not like a regular mammal. Vaguely bottlenosed. Yeah, biblical angel, uh, porpoise monster. Semi-corporeal too, so your fingers kind of dig into them. <laughs> they they eventually hit something. Uh, what exactly that is, and then they're not, not clear. But they're they're not entirely of this world. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just like use the butt of the shovel just to just whack it on the back of the head as whatever is the best part of it. There's a head. It's all head. <laughs> like an octopus. And through, and after scraping off his visor a little bit, he is staring down the rest of these creatures. I'm, I feel bad calling them porpoises. Um, look, there's just would, would you fuck off? God! And he's like fending them off with the with the shovel um, and glaring into them. Um, I'm go- I'm going to try and um, use my shovel to lever open whatever's beneath us. For sure. Um, and as long as you guys can deal with this, this pod of light lantern porpoises, you know, um, you'll absolutely be able to sneak into what, um, exactly you were looking for, sort of back door. But in, in reality, it's less a, an explicit back, back door and more of a, a crack in the shell of this thing. Um, prompt to entrance. Yeah, n- now just places this, like, porpoise thing on the on the what surface of this orb n- near where he's, uh, Coffin's trying to break in, and just kicks it hard enough that it sticks to the wall so that he's got light. Just, like, just like almost curb stomps it onto the wall so it's stuck there. Um, and he's turning back to, to stare down the, uh, the porpoises. Porpodes? Uh, yeah, whatever. Corpus. Corpses, corpses. <laughs> no, no. Well, well, we'll come back to it. Um, so yeah, I'd like to try and wedge open the um, uh, subnautical moon with my with my killing um, shovel. But also, I just realised I have the ability to extinguish light sources all around me, and these things are light sources, and I think that might be fun. I just got you a goddamn torch. That's true, but you're going to be murdered by twenty goddamn torches. That's very true. Does that so, need a roll? I don't know. Um, no. Fantastically, it's not. It's just a thing I can do. Because <laughs> I took sneak. Um, I think that that's lovely. And also, and also, let's not forget that Mr. Nail is, despite there being a corpse for him, technically the scariest thing around. Yeah. Because he has... damaged by looking at stuff. He has stare down and legendary... So he his gaze attack works on things that shouldn't be scared of me. Yeah, yeah. With that, you absolutely can deal with uh, the serpent worm while uh, Mister Coffin winks these lantern porpoises out of existence. Yeah. Okay. Um, there is a. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm. These are these porpoises are sort of swarming around and like and, and like and, and like circling the pair of us as we stand on the side of this moon. I'd like to imagine that, like, we're we're sideways on to the viewer, so gravity's like not quite making sense anymore. Um, and um, uh, I I lever my shovel in and sort of kick it down with one uh, 
rubber suited boot. Um, and I've got a uh, I've got a capsule of ink um, in in one of my back teeth. Now traditionally, what you have to do is blow out a candle for this for this trick to work. Uh, but that's really hard to light. Really hard to get them to light underwater. <laughs> do not light a candle in your suit, sir. What? <laughs> <laughs> you remember last time? Remember the last time you died, sir? Um, so yeah, um, I I bite down hard on this capsule of of, uh, of of ink I've got in the back in the back of my teeth, like a like a side eye capsule, and there's this sort of um, like low bass note as all the lights just sort of dim. They don't quite wink out because they're um, like I don't kill them because they're magic, but they are they are incredibly like um, dimmed and they. They get confused and scared and freaked out. Yeah, they uh, they lose a bunch of their mass and their forms. You know, they're like a Persian dipped in water that shrinks like a fourth of their size. <laughs> <laughs> and boom, the porpoises are dealt with. They're terrified and they scatter to the water winds, and currents, I guess. Chris, are you interested in staring the worm down till it fucks off? Absolutely. I'm I'm going to be staring at it and threatening it that I've dug up more corpses than it's buried. <laughs> deeply, deeply effective. Uh, a kill roll would be lovely. And probably cursed. Yeah, I've only got the one the one domain, so I don't get that. So, two, so it's, I, you gave me a fortune fallout, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, then I get mastery. Probably. Oh, this is this is this is going to be disastrous. These are all going to be ones. No. Whoa! Whoa! Big numbers. Nice. <laughs> Big money. <laughs> That'll do. Whatever damage dice you add, up that up a step. Yep. Two steps, I think. Two steps. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it one mate, step for mate, each crit? It's our game. Just say like thirteen steps. Oh Nobody yeah, so, can call us on it. Sorry, yeah, it does thirty-six damage. <laughs> right. So it's a D twenty now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's I think it's one, isn't it? I can't remember. Yeah, I'll I, just do I, one. I, I, don't... I think I think you can only you can only crit once. In, I don't um, mind. Crit more than once this spot. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. That'll definitely scare it off. Would you like to describe your stare down for me? Yeah. So like, it's kind of. The, the front end of it like I don't imagine it's got a face like it's just still meat and bodies um, it's like one of the the first body gets just dead stop and then others sort of mash into the back of it like a like a traffic jam like like a, like a, like an enormous like 30 car pileup more bodies keep pressing in and pulping ones in the gaps. Um, until enough of them have been utterly pulped that it it swims away into in, in, into not necessarily the darkness but round the orb like it's trying to hide. So I say, would you get that fucking door open before that thing comes back? Yes, sir, Mister Nail. Sh- sh- shall I roll uh, delve, or are we just gonna we just gonna move ahead to the next part of the game? Um, I don't think there's anything. I'm fine to roll super delve. interesting to be gained from from a loss here. Nah, okay. Yeah, just go ahead. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um. So yeah, um, booting the um, the ethereal corpse of a, um, of a of a of a lantern dolphin off the side of the orb, I managed to <coughs> like half half lever open, half crack 
and it's it's, it's like um the <clears throat> surface is made from this like it's 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 very thick pearlescent material um and it's it's weirdly brittle once you get a good shovel under it so i'd like just like this uh this the the, the trapdoor almost shears off the side and floats away um and then we can we can descend in uh, i really hope that thing doesn't follow us in well i mean it, i mean it's the size of a person uh, uh, at its at its narrowest point but yeah i guess i mean also it recognizes chris so it's scared of <laughs> Who is currently trying to get his shoulders through the gap? Yeah, with a big pop hiss, you're yanked inside to the pressure of the water flooding into the moon. Tell us what we find inside. Well, yeah, uh, the ride in is a little tough. It's uh, not smooth to say the least, and you have to throw open some doors and smush them closed to stop the torrent of water rushing in from above. But you are in dry land. Metal grating goes in a far-reaching arc along the side of a wall. Soft blue mage light illuminates some of the grating, and you can see that there are turret posts pressed up against the edge of this porcelain shell. Unemerged, but present. Most seem broken and decrepit, as does most everything around you. It seems like there are chambers with uh, big swinging doors lining the inside wall, which would definitely lead further in. You are in a circle, the most outmost circle. Of cool. So is it is it liquid in here as well? No, no, no. This is part it... is, is completely drained. Cool. So, yeah, back on, back on, in quotation marks, dry land. Exactly. Yeah. Also discover around this time you have headlamps on your suits. Just, I don't, I don't no, know about you, but I'm going I'm to get right out of this suit. <laughs> yeah, I'll sort of hold the back of the suit and pull Coffin out of it. I like to imagine that Coffin isn't quite strong enough to stand up with the big brass head on if he's not underwater. Yeah, I'm sort of squeezing. I'm I'm squeezing you out the suit out the yeah. suit like a tube of toothpaste. Brilliant. Yeah, roll out of the suit. Damp. There's 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 there's, there's, there's a half a lit cigarette in my mouth already. <laughs> um, and put put my hands on my hips and start looking around the place like a contractor. Positive note, sir. That was a hole in the suit. That is, that is, <clears throat> that is wonderful news, Mr. Nell. Are we going to patch it up or are you just going to hold your breath on the way back up? I'll be fine. Just sort of dump it unceremoniously and grab my shovel and take the harpoon off of it. Right, where are we? What's, what, what the bloody hell is this lot? Oh, Hang on a sec. Let me let me see what I can see. Uh, I'm going to climb on the tallest thing which I can find, which is Mr. Nail, and I'm going to look around to see um, to see what I can see. So I'd like to try and find a route to to what to, to the centre of this. Shall I make a delve check or a discern check, or shall we? Um, what are you just going to tell me? Uh, I think discern makes the most sense. Yeah. Okay. Cool. A six. Let's just do oh, a d6 yeah, mind stress. Mm, that, put, that puts me at um, total stress of ten. I don't take any fault yet, and I would like to try and fix some of that mind. Um, but tell me what the mind stress feels like. Yeah, of course. Um, you, uh, you, you have the, the Echo's ability, right? 
Uh, mind, you said. No, no, I mean, I mean specifically the the skill echoes, right? Yes, I did. So, um, how do you how do you interpret that? Like a ritual or something, or what is that? Ah, uh, okay, sure. Um, so so my plan was to just sort of look around, um, see what I can find. But if if, if this is echoes, um, I would like to use my um the once per once per session thing, which allows me to absorb the domain around me. So I'd I'd like to get the tech domain and stick and, and hang hang on to that. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Um, I was just asking because um, I, I was thinking that the way that you interpret this mind stress is that whatever supernatural sense you've developed to like wield echoes, whatever ability to like smell or sense or feel, whatever it is, that sort of ghostly energy, um, that same sense is what's like pressured and, and like hurt or pressed upon by mm. this increasing mounting mind stress. I think that um, so yeah, I'm I'm looking around and what I see is this sort of ghostly image of 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 myself dying and like and and like and like all all the different places that I could die or where it could go wrong. I'm like I'm like writing those off. I'm I'm not I'm not interested in those. So like like there's a there's an image of me like throwing open a cupboard door and then just get completely eviscerated by 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 robotic eels. For some reason, and in every single shot, my mother, a full foot taller than me, much skinnier, um, is 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 about about seven to eight feet behind me, just sort of tutting and shaking her head, uh, and it's really starting to get on my nerves. Um, but I managed to find a uh, well. What do I manage to see that's useful in amongst all these visions of my demise? Luckily. You do begin to parse out that this place is booby-trapped. Mm. It is fundamentally designed to kill whatever makes its way within it. But it's also apparent that a lot of these traps have been sprung. And that this is slowly falling. There are net guns. There are um, varying floor traps, like false floors, all of that sort of thing. Like this is one big hunting array. And this outer ring was fundamentally designed to repel. But again... The version you're pushing through is fundamentally broken. There is signage spread throughout this place, but it's definitely not a language either of you have ever spoken or probably even seen. But Great. it is not too hard to discover the path in. And the path in is simple, but it is dangerous. But dangerous. Exactly. Okay. Um, but there is one more thing you encounter as you make your way deeper. There is the sound of tinkling. Glass on glass, uh, almost like a silverware on porcelain. Somewhere behind you, following you. Well, I'm, oh, sorry, no. no, it's fine. I was just going to sum up what he said. What are you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say that um, I'm assuming that uh, Mr. Coffin just sort of points in a direction, doesn't mention the traps at all, and just directs Mr. Nail to head that way. Yeah, there's a, like... Um... Coffin's eyes uh, roll back in his head, and there's like there's there's like a little bit of ectoplasm trailing from his nose and mouth. How is Mumsy? As he goes along, oh, wretched as ever. I just within the fiction, Chris Mumsy. Mm. She employs you, right? Yes. Yeah. She bought me out of um, uh, out of a court martial. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she's not dead. Is she undead? Is it? She's your it, death. Is yeah. What's well, sorry? Sorry. Yes. Sorry. That version of Mumsy is my death who follows me around. 
Is she still somewhere up in Spire? No, I'm assuming that she's dead and that your death is my employer. <laughs> it's, it's just me in a fugue state blackmailing yeah. you into this. <laughs> yep. Fantastic. Oh, it's like it's like Norman Bates. Brilliant. Okay. That works for me. Um then yeah, um, um, yes. If, if if you need to contact your employer, I can do a like a, a seance, Chris. Marvelous. Um, but yes, I will. Um, I I totter on down towards the um, down towards the center, um, side sidestepping these traps um, with not not a preternatural grace, but a sort of high grade fear. In that, in that, I've already died to them three times, and so I'm, ter- I'm, 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 I'm quite terrified of them now. Uh, but there is a, uh, I, I look down at the bottle of bootleg ambrosia, um, which I manages to, which I managed to harvest off um, some rum runner on the dark side of the moon a couple of months ago, um, and think better of it as I need to keep my mind sharp. And also, I really want to get major mind fallout so I can level up. <laughs> um, but I, yes, I will. I will lead us down further. Um, getting increasingly worried and um, like tapping the ground ahead of me with my shovel just to make sure. Um, and yes, so uh, should, I, should I roll some stress on this delve? Yeah, yeah, perfect idea. Cool. Okay. Um, and then we'll see how we'll handle this pursuit, Fred. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, we'll take away this delve. So, uh, what exactly is our plan for, for handling this? Whatever this is behind you. Head on? Are we going to sneak away from it? What, what's the thought? Mr. Nail, I think, you're, you're in charge of security. I, <laughs> I think Mr. Nail is basically assuming that it's an echo rather than any actual problem. Pretty reasonable. Pretty reasonable. Um, <laughs> So he's going to largely ignore it until it is a current and present danger. Like right. he, he he has he has confidence that whatever it is they can handle it, it'll be fine. We're just going to keep going until something goes horribly wrong, and then he tries and fixes it because he's a problem fixer, not a problem solver. <laughs> Solving problems after they happen. Yeah, like he can't fix he can't he can't fix it if the problem hasn't happened to him. If you don't know what it is, you can't fix it, right? Exactly. Makes sense. <laughs> so, do we just want to roll some more stress uh, against the deal? Uh, yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, I am going to. Yeah, I don't have any other tricks, um, so I'm going to. Um... <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to roll another. Um, so it'll be it'll be three dice this time because I've got the technology domain. Mm-hmm. Go. Oh, and, and nice. another three. Nice, nice, nice. We are almost uh, done with a short little delve here. Um, and was... Yeah, sure. So you begin to notice during your, your trek inwards, um, dodging traps, that this doesn't actually wrap all the way around. Um, you're struggling to make a direct line. This place is a little circuitous, but uh, you continually bump up against this hard edge to these passageways. Um, this one clean line cutting its way through, um, seemingly through to the center, and, and following that is possible for a second, 
Uh, but then typically hallways terminate in it and they don't follow along it the whole time. But you do continually, as you follow through these hallways, bump back into it. And you realize that this has to be some kind of mechanism or some kind of chamber that splits through all of these orb-arranged walls or asms, something. Eventually, you find there is a lucent panel on this consistent wall, allowing you to get a glimpse inside of it to see what exactly is hiding within this chasm, and it is cannons arranged like the sunburst tips pictograph of the sun pointing in every direction out from the center of this moon. Like pointing out or in? Uh, pointing okay. out, like they're meant to extend from the center of the moon to defend whatever this this building is. Uh, Nail kicks at this sort of worn through bulkhead type thing to get a big enough gap to stick his head into. He goes, this, why the hell are there cannons down here? I thought this was a moon, you said. No, it's, um, it's moon-themed. They've buried the moon goddess here, you see. So right. obviously they don't want anyone getting in and messing around with a corpse. Now, I see. Now, clearly something's gone wrong. Because here we are, more fair, messing around with a corpse. But I've got to presume that's the sort of thing, if you send an army down or something, then all the cannons will burst to life and start firing off or what have you. But just us two little fellas, too small, can't say us. That's, that's excellent thinking, Mr Coffin. I'm glad you planned all this out, honestly. Oh yeah, not a problem. Or it's broke. I'm hoping it's broke, honestly, because that is a lot of cannons. I really, I really hope they don't see the submarine. Ah, oh, that, that could be a pickle. Yeah, well, I mean, we got... I'm, I'm trying not to think about how we get out of here. Perhaps, perhaps the goddess will fill us with uh, inspiration, eh? <laughs> yeah, that happens so frequently in that line of work, doesn't it? Point taken. Um, is there is there like a central control thing? Is there a like is there is there an HQ or a nerve center that this stuff is tapped into, or is it more of a holistic support network? Uh, yeah, if there was one, it would probably be towards the base of these of these cannons, wherever they're attached mm. in the center. Okay, cool. Uh, it, but it's also probably not with, you know, it is within the realm of possibility that uh, you guys could open up this hole, especially with uh, Mr. Nail. It'll take a second due to his size, but uh, if you were to open up this hole, you could probably make your way out onto these cannons and uh, and travel down towards, like what you mentioned, whatever the, the central control mechanism of these cannons would be. Climb directly down a cannon. Hang on, we have to go down that. <laughs> you fucking what? Let's let's let let let's if if it comes to it, we can shoot ourselves out of a cannon. But I don't want to do that again. I mean, exciting day. You remember your birthday last year? But <laughs> I'm not. I'm not pleased. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I'll ever forget my birthday last year. Says Mister Coffin, rubbing a number of obvious scars on his neck. <laughs> We never should have put an inksmith in a cake. Right. Let's let's not let's not get caught up on trying to hijack the moon. Let's just steal the corpse of a goddess and get out of here like we planned. <laughs> yeah, keep it simple. Yeah. Um, I'm going to again commune with the spirits and see if I can sort of just like see if I can. 
I'm, I'm going to carry on leading us towards this greatest source of power, this greatest source of the moon beneath, um, where I presume there's a shed load of death energy because it's Drow Heaven. Well, I guess I guess that means Nail is kicking and shoveling this hole open. Like he could technically, you could probably get through this very stealthily, mm-hmm. but that is not how he operates. So he is trying to dig through metal. Very good. I will. I I will keep watch while you do this. So I'll I'll give you a dice, but with discern. And seeing as we wrote the game, there's nothing the GM can do to stop us. <laughs> Take those liberties, sir. <laughs> that's that's the attitude we're we're looking for. <laughs> uh, so, Chris, if uh, if you have mend, which seems kind of absurd, but if you did, I do not know. Does no, Mister Nail Strike is the sort of man who's, who's ever mended anything? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, I have hunt and kill. That is it. Yeah, I don't know. Mr. Nail hunched over a, a petticoat. Yeah. What? Let's let's do a kill then, but it'll be risky, of course. Oh, oh hang on. So that's three d ten. Drop high. Oh, three. Oh, you hate to see it. Mm. I do hate to see it, folks. Let's do uh, a the. Eight of um, fortune stress, I guess. Okay. Fortune. Oh, we both take it, don't we? Mm. <clears throat> well, I take fallout, but please roll to see how much. That's the stuff. I take. I take major fallout. Can I have mind fallout, please? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank we'll you. Give, yeah, we'll give mind fallout yeah, to you. That's, that's no problem. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm half mind. Cool. Yeah. So I take major mind fallout, clear all my stress, and level up. However, however, there may be a downside. Who can say? <laughs> who, who knows? Okay. Okay. So yeah, let's let's see what happens to Mister Nail first here, right? So as you're chunking away into this thing, something suddenly distracts you. Well, Mister Coffin, at least. Something a little a little spooky. Is it just Mumsy just berating him? Ah, perfect. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, she, she, she just proper lays into him that he wasn't prepared enough. Mm. Your brother would have done it better. <laughs> Your brother would have brought shears to cut through the metal. Your brother would have already been manning the cannons. <laughs> Your brother gave me grandkids. My brother's a lawyer. Wait, no, sorry. My brother's a doctor. You got out of the law game. <laughs> well, um, so I'm fine with that if you're fine with that. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Awesome. Meanwhile, you're a little distracted there, Mr. Coffin. Um, but Mr. Nail, a, a hand grasps around your ankle, and all of a sudden with a firm tug, you're yanked away from the wall by something, thing that's been following you from the sound of it. It's... Um, it's almost like an art student's bad rendition of an angel baked out of porcelain, wire, and some kind of encased exoskeleton sneaking in between this shitty art project. It's got a horrific beak and a, a set of these pseudo-wings arcing from its back. All of the porcelain is stained and darked and has these beady eyes casting tiny spotlights. It's a fucking puppet! Yeah, like a, a kind of horror puppet, I guess. 
Um, but you are grasped. Uh, not a lot of wiggle room. Mm-hmm. Mr. Coffin, as you uh, break away from your, your, your reverie of being berated by your the ghost of your mother, you finally see this thing. And you can immediately tell that this thing is, um, it's not just machine. It's not operating on punch cards or, or something like that. There's something deeper within it. Trapped. Inking. It's been in there for a very long time. And I feel like this major mind fallout partially manifests in this like moment of simpatico with whatever is trapped within it. You, you get this intense wave of, of understanding that I think is, is partially like a forced echoes moment. Um, right, yeah. It's this, yeah, right. It's, it's this forced flashback um, mm. understanding of the memories of whatever soul is trapped in this. And in particular, you're forced to understand peace, at least, um, of, of the suffering that whatever made this thing. In particular, echoes of a ritual. Something like the real world ritual, um, at least as far as I understand it, that a lot mm-hmm. of yeah. um, bodies yeah, were cool. put under to prepare for mummification. Removal of organs, yeah. the, the it's, canopic it's, jars it's, it's filled far with enough. very specific I'll, I'll, I'll things removed, aired um, and, and sort of an early balming, all of that. Except in this instance, the recipient of, of this particular ritual very 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 much alive and you get vivid vivid connection through echoes oh oh no whatever this was whoever this was experiencing this unimaginable terror you get this understanding that it took place in this one larger jar this kind of mechanism that clamped around him after he was operated on and you can sense that whatever pulsing energy is buried within this moon beneath there's a fragment of it buried and this creature has become you also get a sense in the moon beneath of exactly where this occurred now that works to me like mechanically what um what happens uh that that, that is the tricky bit and then uh ideas <laughs> it always is. Let's, let's, say, let's see if we can come up with something. I am, I'm, I'm happy to be absolutely, absolutely shit fuck terrified of the angel, but I don't think that's really interesting. I think maybe I'm obsessed with learning more about the angel. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> I, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think you're obsessed with the nature of these creatures, and, and you need to know more. You need, you need to understand this experience and the continuity of it all. Okay, Why were cool. they made? How were they made like this? So, uh, all that sort of stuff. Groovy. Mr. Nail is currently just screaming about how much he hates puppets. Takes, it takes me back to your last birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you rub a series of obvious scars on your neck. <laughs> Mr. Nail is desperately trying to jam the harpoon gun into the mouth of this creature. Like, he's not fired it yet. He's using it like a spear. Absolutely not the worst plan. And it definitely could technically work like that is kind of a spear of the gun slapped on right uh, mr coffin you helping or? yeah very much so um with a with a sort of rabid frenzy 
Um, oh, by the way, um, what gave me this Fallout? Was it the angel? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think the appearance of it. Cracking, it takes D8 stress. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely, just about to ask. Uh, Mumsy cannot be interrupted. Um, there is a... Uh, my eyes fully roll back in my head. Um, and moving like a Guillermo del Toro monster, um, Mumsy takes control of me for a second. Um, and um, I, I swing around and lodge my shovel in the base of this thing's spine, or wherever its spine would be. Uh, for, yeah, for D8 stress, which I will roll now. That's the stuff, Mumsy. Five stress. Um, nice. Single point of protection, so four damage, but still a pretty, pretty hefty hit. And and then I'm going to hit it. Um, <laughs> as I as 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 Mumsy lets go, and like there's almost a fascination in like I've got to get into this thing, understand what's making it work. Um, so as it as it sort of like um, stutters and um, lowers down. I'm gonna try and um, like try and get my foot on the shovel and push it in deeper. That's a nine, sir. Oh, a nine! Excellent, excellent. Let's go ahead and roll that stress, huh? Ah, uh, well, yeah. okay. Well, don't worry. It's not bad. Uh, it it lets out a screech, <clears throat> yeah. of course, and manages to whip around and attempts to uh, attempts to claw back at you. Yeah, the nail is screaming at the top of his lungs, like he is genuinely scared of this puppet um, mashing the harpoon down its throat and then pulls the trigger on it trying to fire it even deeper into it awesome um, let's see how that goes uh, religion or technology I think would, would make sense domain I, here. no no I have the dice, haven Chris. domain I'll give you an extra dice okay so 3d10 that'll be a 10 Nice. Raw fear helps. Is that D10 stress? Fantastic. It is. Yeah. Have it. <laughs> yeah, that damage will take it out. So, like, as he pulls the trigger, the the harpoon gun fires with such force that it shoots out of his hands as the harpoon drives further into the puppet. And it it lodges like so there's only about two hands worth sticking out the top of it, which Mr. Mr. Nail then grabs and drags out again. So it's like the, the barbs on the harpoon are catching on things inside and being dragged out the front of this god-awful porcelain puppet. Yeah, it's gone. And uh, you can tell at the end of the harpoon dragged out little slivers and rips of entrails a tasteful amount of gore pulled from the inside of it. Ugh. Like, Nail is now stamping on the mask. Like, he knows it's dead, but that does <laughs> not matter. He does not like puppets. I, I don't blame him. Mr. Coffin, what uh, what is your relationship to, to ghosts? Mr. Coffin is hugely self-centered. <laughs> um, and... Uh, self-confidence is about the only thing he's got going for him, and uh, like not skill. But I like that. No, actually, well, he just we did just kill an angel, so there's that. Um, I like to think that he imagines um, that the same way that sort of Mumsy takes over him. It's either him dressed up as a ghost or a ghost which has his features in some way. 
So um, much like he saw all of his deaths, that would have been some other deaths of people who maybe tried to break into here in the past, but disguised as him. Um, so there is a yeah, there's a, there's something very uncanny about it. But everyone, the, all the ghosts are sort of him themed. Gotcha. So they're all kind of filtered through your own psyche, I guess. Um, so yeah, so as this thing dies, you see, you know, another reflection of yourself in a way, a young, whimpering child <laughs> version of yourself, the one perhaps struck by the rod of of Mumsy throughout the years, crawls out, quivering and whimpering. Uh, a pathetic little thing. It's wrapped in rags, and, and there's almost a religious <clears throat> bent to them, like they're the tatters of an altar boy outfit. Mumsy manifests, I think, at this point. Or, like, or like, to the point where Mr. Nail can see her now. Mom. Mr. Nail! Just nods to you. Very polite to you. <laughs> Very courteous. Evening, um, I'm not, not nice to see you as always. Uh, yeah. While while you and Mumsy have an awkward conversation and this ghost crawls away, there is a there is a genuinely sort of sickening procedure as Mister Coffin, foot, like possessed by a an incurable curiosity, opens up the angel with his shovel, and we move from the tasteful amount of gore very much into the tasteless amount of gore as he starts sort of going through and seeing what the organic parts of this were um, very much like not, this isn't why we're here, this is not a sensible decision and he is trying to work out how you could power a machine by doing this <laughs> Nice, I don't think a role is necessary here or anything like that Oh absolutely not no this is this this is me wasting time because i took major fallout and chris if you want uh this is me uh, basically i'm trying to i'm trying to ask you to drag me off this thing yeah well um after his brother would have worked out how, how it functioned now <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 yeah i'm i'm sure he would have mom uh if if you'll excuse me i need to get him before he starts eating it of course uh, I just sort of grab you by the grab nail by the yeah, grab coffin by the shoulders, pick him up, and say, "Now, now, now, look, 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 look. I understand that you've got some mental problems, but, but look at me." And he like grabs him by the by the jaw, so he's like squeezing his mouth a little bit. You said a lot of things about this mission. You never said there was fucking puppets. I didn't know there was puppets. Now what? Surprised you're not more worried about the corpse worm. The corpses, I understand. And then he like points him down, uh, like points his face down to the down 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 to the angel's corpse. Like that is a fucking puppet. This is a tower of fucking cannons. And we and he points the mouth. He points him back towards that. We are five hundred fucking leagues down and utterly fucked. What the shit are we going to do? Your cigarette's dry. Mine got all covered in blood. Uh, I think so. Yeah, hang on. And he he he, he pulls he, he he pulls out a packet of like they are mangled. These cigarettes, like there's definitely a claw mark through them. You're not quite sure what from, but there's definitely a claw mark through them. And he shoves one in your mouth and lights it. Now, would you please? Find me a corpse I can steal from, so I can get the fuck out of here. You are sage as ever, Mister Nail. 
he is uh, he, he's going to gather himself take a take a few seconds firstly it's not a puppet it's a suit I know puppets mate that's a fucking puppet by which I mean one of us could get in it and drive it around I think we might have to lose our arms and legs though I'm alright on that front by the way don't please don't take your arms and legs off um, yeah, there is a there is a series of like intensely upsetting images of Mister Nail trying to saw his own le- his own arms and legs off and bleeding out um, <laughs> before he realizes that maybe it isn't such a great idea uh, that um, that, uh, that 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 famous precognition of his own demise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Mumsy had m- Mumsy had a, a had something I need to tell you. Uh, she it. said, "Buck your ideas up." Mm-hmm. Something about your brother, mm-hmm. um, and you need. How is to, he? I f- fuck knows, mate. Right. And you need to pay Mister Nail more. I don't know what that's about. Oh, I'm terribly sorry to have let you and Mumsy down. Well, look, what we got is a tower of cannons, and all honestly, right, at this right, point, right. I'm about to get you down there the quick way. That's this fight. It's fine. Look, this this will tide you over until we get home. All right. Um, and then I just like I I shove into your top pocket what would be a tenor, but is in <laughs> fact just a series of like gore-soaked cogs I've pulled out of the angel. <laughs> I'll tide you over. Just just tap the pocket when it's closed. Can we have a D four resource, please? Yeah, of course you can. There we go, Chris. D four resource, wet cogs. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> moistened cogs. Gore moistened cogs. Um, and um, I will um, attempt to. I'm. I. I really want to learn more about these angels, but I appreciate that this is dangerous. And so for now, I am going to descend into the depths uh, and try and find this corpse. Maybe I can find out how they're made once I get to the goddess. So we're not pursuing this sort of this route down onto the cannons that you've opened. Oh well, uh, we've opened the hole. We might as well. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. But you know, you, you know what? We attracted the attention of the angel. Uh, and I went permanently mad for it, so you might as well go and try and find out what 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 the deal is with these cannons. So I will um, crawl through the uh, the gap. Uh, so as you guys are uh, beginning to scuttle through this gap, a voice booms from the darkness. Pardon me. Polite cunts now, sir. Was that you? No. Was it Mumsy? I mean, it didn't sound like Mumsy. It didn't sound like Mumsy. Hang on a sec. <clears throat> what? If I may, a moment of your time, please. Uh. Yeah. Sir, I think um, these cannons are talking to me. I'm going to start rapidly looking around. Don't worry, it's me as well. I'm going to start rapidly looking around to see if like there's a, there's a, there's a person or a speaker or a magic mirror uh wh- wh- where's this voice coming from uh it seems to be coming from the darkness in the, the hallways and that like from behind you not not right. towards the okay. the cannons here. all right then you have our attention what is it you need a word go on then i'm got all day why have you come into this hallowed place we could just tell him, couldn't we? I mean, what's he can do about it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he might send another angel. 
I'd like that. Well, I mean, you want one, and we've already seen that they don't like shovels. They hate shovels, yeah, all right. Yeah, I've come still a fucking goddess, haven't we? Ah, uh, I see. Of course you've come for Lemia. Who are you? You a dad? <laughs> no. I am a bead. Steward of this place. Call you a cheeky fucking cunt is what I'll call you. Uh, does that mean you know your way around? Because you could save oh, yeah, us right, a yeah, lot sorry. of time. Well, I mean, if he's the steward, he's not going to tell us how to steal it, though, is he? Oh, again, shovels, sir. Like, I c- you'd he, be amazed at how many people change their worldview very quickly it, when they get in the face. He's in core fucking corporeal nail. Ah, bollocks. He's just in the darkness. I've got to presume he's somehow ineffably tied up in the spirit of this place, rather than just having the lights off. I mean, I get you, but also I'm going to hit him with a shovel if I can see Are you see incorporeal? Him. Astute observation. Uh, hang on, he's incorporeal. What's he gonna do? Let's just keep climbing. Run away! Oh from yeah, him. yeah, very good. Yeah, if you got if if it's really important, let's walk and talk. <laughs> we do a west wing, <laughs> but us climbing down cannons, I guess. <laughs> that is not quite an option. So, I suppose I cannot stop you at this current Ooh. juncture. Honesty in a in a spirit. I love that. I love that. Careful. Watch your step. Those cannons are well greased. All right. We, I mean, is, is, that, is that a thing? You, is that a thing you noticed in the army, Mister Mister Nail? Greasy cannons? <laughs> nah, I, I think that might be a him thing. You know. Ah, right. Keeping them greasy. I, I guess they're underwater, aren't they? You don't want that getting in. You don't want it in. Nah, nah. You don't. You don't. Um, how far down have we got to go before we can, you know, finish with all this business, mate? Quite a ways. You're at the top level. Once you descend to the base of these cannons, you will probably be about two-thirds the way. Oh, is there not a lift? No. No lift. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for your help, sir. Now, if you could just keep stum for a bit, that would be smashing. Um, Because we've got a corpse to dig up. So, see you later. Sorry, I called you a cunt. Yeah, you got to be polite when you first meet him, sir. Yeah, I'm sorry. Then bring out the shovels. We'll be seeing each other soon, gentlemen. Well, we haven't seen you yet. I know. He's, oh, he's, he, maybe he's new at being, at being incorporeal, sir. He's, he's mysterious. We well, can he still see mysterious. him if they're incorporeal, aren't they? Oh, can you? I don't know. Anyway, let's does that, the, let's, does let's that not mean that you... Incorporeal and invisible. It's like flammable and inflammable, isn't it? Let's just continue down this unfathomably long fucking ladder. <laughs> Made again, sir, I cannot stress enough, of big guns. <laughs> Greasy guns. And down you descend into the, the dark chasm of greased guns. The incorporeal voice disappears, frustrated he couldn't monologue. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to put up with puppets. I'm not dealing with fucking narrators, too. Thank you for listening to this interlude five, part one. Guys, 
I think it goes without saying that this was one of the most exciting recording opportunities of my life. Um, so thank you, bottom of my heart, Grant Howitt and Chris Taylor, for joining me on Hallowed Shores to uh, leave their mark on our little show. Mr. Coffin and Mr. Nail are among the most delightful characters I've ever gotten to play with, and uh, I cannot wait until you guys get part two of this little adventure of ours. Now, you may have noticed there were moments where I sounded a little strange, and uh, I wasn't laughing at a lot of those jokes, right? Um, that's because I lost my entire audio file, uh, which is really fun. So um, everything on my part from this episode is re-recorded. <laughs> so uh, not exactly extemporaneous, but I did my best to match it up to uh, as close as I was originally, though I did not go in and re-add every time I laughed, which was a lot and um, very overexcitedly. So spared you, but rest assured, I'm, I'm not some kind of uh, weirdo stonewalling um, these two very funny, very talented men. I hope that didn't dampen any enjoyment you found in this episode. And I hope that the, if this is your first time with us, you'll join us on the rest of this adventure. Grant and Chris aren't going to be the only tabletop role-playing game authors that join us over the course of this show. And we have a very exciting lineup of guests that will be leaving their marks all the same. Thank you so much for listening this week, my friends. As always, safe travels. <laughs>